Welcome to Slam Radio Series XN Channel 145, and you're tuning into Thunder Goal. It's a very creative title that I took some time to come up with, so I hope you guys like it. But in this small three-segment podcast, I want to talk about the market and how prices were back then and that and how that's affected today's game and how prices have changed, obviously. I want to talk about who's on the market and who's been bought and what teams want to buy what player. And besides the market, I also want to talk about the GOAT. Who is the undisputed GOAT? Who can be a future GOAT? The best players for the... I'm also going to talk about the best players for the national team. Um, Players who are good for specific teams, like, like players who have left their team, who are good in one team, but as soon as they left, they just weren't as good anymore. So they probably should have stayed in that team. And what I mean by players who are good in their national team is like players who are only really good internationally besides club. There are players who are good internationally but aren't good at club, like Pele, for example. And what I mean by that is I'm going to combine multiple skills of a different variety of players and make it into one to see what kind of player I can make. Another thing I'm going to talk about is prodigy teams. Not prodigy players, prodigy teams. Like, who is a contender to win the UEFA Champions League? Um, the team's future plans to do that. They're, I'm going to talk about the rise of teams and the fall of some teams. Teams who were at the top, but no longer there. I'm going to talk about the trophy case of teams. Some are stacked than others. Who is the best team then, now, and overall. Kick things off with the transfer market inflation. Um, all things being equal, the prices of players during the last transfer window went up by 31% compared to the previous year. Now, since, um, let's say, 2014, the annual inflation growth of the transfer market went up by, tw- no, it was at 26% and is now at 31%. With respect to 2011, the same player costs now almost three times more. The amount at stake on a football player's transfer market has strongly increased over the past decade. At the top five big league levels, the investments on tra- transfer and transfers have grown from 1.5 billion euros, euros by the way, 2010 to a new record of 6.6 billion into 2019. So again, 1.5 billion in 2010, and now 6.6 billion in 2019. This time, the top five leagues, the clubs, have recorded a cumulative deficit of, let's say, 8.9 billion euros. English Premier League clubs alone have a total net negative balance of 6.5 billion euros with a record deficit for Manchester City, which is like 1.1 billion euros. Try to be more exciting or more enthusiastic about this because listening to my own audio, uh, it's like reading a book to help you fall asleep. But anyways, despite the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, almost every major club in Europe 
made a big money signing and just closed the transfer window. And there were plenty of records broken with the Premier League leading the way with over 1.1 billion dollars, not, not dollars, sorry, 1.1 billion euros spent. But besides the Premier League, Real Madrid weren't able to get a last minute signing despite Mbappe, Kylian Mbappe from PSG being extremely interested. But besides that, Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi moved clubs and there were an impressive mix of 100 million euro moves and savvy free transfers to keep things ticking. In fact, it's been one of the most exciting transfer windows in years. I mean, just imagine that Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi, the dude that's been in this club for God knows how long, they both moved clubs in the same transfer window. That's just crazy. But we're going to talk about some other um, deals that have happened. Um, speaking of Barcelona, Barcelona have loaned Antion Griezmann back to his original club of Atletico Madrid. This is one of the worst deals I've ever seen in my life. Like, is there a worse deal in the history of soccer? Sending Griezmann for 120 euros in 2019, funded by taking out loans, and mortgaging against future income. Barcelona have loaned him back to title rivals Atletico for 10 million euros with an obligation to sign permanently for around 40 million. Yes, it raises some cash and gets salary wages off their bill, but it, it strengthens Barca's rivals and just proves how bad their finances have been run. That's probably that not, not probably, that is one of the main reasons why Messi was let go, because they couldn't afford him anymore. But Atletico not only got their best player back, but they get to weaken one of their title rivals at the same time. The, 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 champion, the champions already saw what Luis Suarez did in regard, and Griezmann makes it even worse. It's a great deal for Atletico, but a horrible, horrible part for Barcelona. But besides Barca trash, if you can tell, I, I don't really like Barca, to be honest. My favorite team is Real Madrid. Let's get into the big boys. Not the most expensive ones, but the most talked about ones. Let's start off with Cristiano Ronaldo. An incredible few days at the end of August saw Ronaldo ask to leave Juventus with little resistance there. He had, okay, the Turin side can help break even with the 15 million dollar, not million dollar, 15 million euro fee plus 8 million dollar add-ons. Reduce one massive set of wages from the wage bill and focus on the future. Obviously, they'll, Juventus will miss Ronaldo's goals and presence, to, but they may be better off. He's 36 years old and I'm pretty sure they could find another prospect because for Juventus, it's honestly time for rebuild, to rebuild. But the people that signed Ronaldo was his former club, the one that got him on everybody's eyes, that made him popular, to be honest, is Manchester United. United are somewhat romantic by bringing the 36-year-old back to Old Trafford, as they don't really need any, another forward, to be honest, because they just signed Sancho. But they've had success with all their players before. Speaking of Cristiano Ronaldo, obviously, we're going to have to talk about the GOATs. So, let's get right into that. 
on Slam Radio, Series XM, Channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid. But there is hope. Reach out to someone. Connect with your friends. Stay in touch with your community. And know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. So that Never one makes a little more sense. Backwards, not even to get... How do you even, like... Well, hold on. That might be actually difficult to... Para atrás ni para coger impulso. Don't even go back a step, to, even if it's just to go forward. It seems Always like it's a long forward. explanation. Yeah, it's hard it to... It seems like you have to write... It sounds like you're two, 250 words. Explain this sentence. That phrase needs an instruction manual. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word one. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. you, you got to take those losses. you got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go! This is Tua Tungle by Lloyd. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah! Welcome back to Thunder Go On. Slam Radio, Series XM, Channel 145. On the last segment, we talked about the transfer market and the biggest transfers that happened this current season. But now we're going to talk about the GOAT. Who is the GOAT? Who can be a future GOAT? The best players from the national team, because some players are good at only the national team but not their club. And how to make the perfect player. But... Let's just get right into it. The first player that I want to talk about is Ronaldo Luis Nazario de Lima. 
he is not Cristiano Ronaldo, he is the Brazilian Ronaldo. Even people who don't watch soccer know about Portugal's Cristiano Ronaldo, but few people know that there was another player named Ronaldo who was arguably as good. He was he he was the one that had that one iconic haircut where he just had nothing in the front. Well, nothing in the back or anywhere else, just on the front. Ronaldo is also known as R9. Not CR7, but R9. And he is technically one of the most skilled strikers of all time, combining his excellent dribbling ability with clinical finishing. His skills obviously got him a lot of trophies and notice. He has two Ballon d'Ors, one European Golden Shoe, two FIFA World Cups, one World Golden Ball, one La Liga title, and one Copa del Rey title. The age of 21, R9 won his first Ballon d'Or, and to this day, he is still the youngest player to win the Ballon d'Or. Ronaldo had potential to be the best to ever play the sport, but unfortunately, like with a lot of great athletes or huge prodigies, constant injuries to his knees plagued his career. Still, even though his injuries couldn't uh, altered his full potential. His unmatched talent lands him a spot on our list, or my list, as the third best player of all time. Now on to the other Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo is one of the most recognizable faces in the history of soccer, as his long-standing rivalry with Barcelona's or former Barcelona player Lionel Messi is what characterizes the modern era. Through this rivalry, Ronaldo, known as CR7, not R9, CR7, has proven himself as one of the best athletes of all time, not just in soccer, but in general. His physical stature represents his game well as a physical aerial presence with silky dribbling that compares only to other greats. Historically, CR7 has had success in multiple countries at both club and international competitions, starting off in the youth development in Liga Nas, Portugal's domestic league, Ronaldo rose to stardom alongside Sir Alex Ferguson's Manchester United's team, winning multiple Champions League titles, multiple Premier League championships, and FA Cup. Speaking of his trophies, his accomplishments consist of five Ballon d'Ors, five UEFA Champions League, three Premier League titles, two Serie A titles, two Copa del Rey titles, three UEFA Man's Best Player Award, two La Liga titles, one Euros for his Portugal side national team, one UEFA Nations League, and four European Golden Shoes. Sheer dominance of Ronaldo in important games is something unique and comparable to the killer instinct of Michael Jordan. As the Champions League leader in all-time goals, Ronaldo provides scoring for his team at all times. Yet, he still falls short in La Liga goals behind Messi. Ronaldo has also won an international trophy with the 2016 Euros, but received much criticism since he was injured from the cup final and missed the most important game of the tournament. The criticism can sometimes become clear in other matches where Ronaldo becomes compla complacent in other games and does not take over the way Messi does, keeping him slightly before below my number one list but ronaldo is my favorite player but technically speaking i think 
Messi is number one, and here's why. No, Messi is truly the most gifted and skillful player of all time. Messi has become the face of soccer because of his dominant play style, and I've seen him, up, seen him put up astronomical numbers consistently for the past 12 years. His creativity unmatched. His creativity matched with his unparalleled quick feet and excellent ability to read the game has him, has him into, it's made him into an unstoppable force. This is, over, this is also proven by his achievements throughout time, which are six Ballon d'Ors, five European Golden Shoes, four UEFA Champions League titles, 10 La Liga titles, three UEFA Men's Best Player Award, six Copa del Rey titles, one World Cup Golden Ball, seven La Liga Golden Boots, five UEFA Champions League Golden Boots, eight-time Soccer Super Cup winner, second most UEFA Champions League goals of all time, most goals in La Liga of all time, and most calendar goals, most, most goals in a calendar year, which is 91. These achievements show his dominance, which is only matched by Cristiano Ronaldo. Messi holds the record for the most Ballon d'Ors, which is awarded to the best player in Europe. And he also holds the record for most Golden Shoe Awards, which is given to the player who scores the most goals in a year. Messi arguably has the greatest achievement in the history of sports with his numerous, or his monstrous, I should say, 91 goals in one year, which beat the previous record of 85. The rivalry, the rivalry, the rivalry between Messi and Ronaldo is an incredible display of skill and passion for the sport, and is one of the best stories in the history of soccer. While Ronaldo has certainly cemented himself as an all-time legend, he currently is falling behind Messi comparatively. The Portuguese striker only leads Juventus in goals. Messi leads Bar well, led Barcelona in goals, assists, key passes, and expected goals created even if his teammates can't really finish. As fun, it is, as fun as it is to compare the world's best, with Messi as our conscious number one, it is always better to appreciate greatness than worry too much about rankings. The, the embodiment of the spirit of soccer lies within Messi and Ronaldo, and their rivalry is a generational comparison that defines soccer. As Next up, we're gonna talk about prodigy teams and prodigy players. But this was Thunder Goal, and you were listening on Slam Radio Series XM Channel 145. This is Series XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. I mean, really, it really apologist. comes down to... I'm going to make an apologist image for you, bro, because everything that I say, you like, oh, but LeBron had to do this, and he had to jump over a car. Isn't LeBron the king? And again, LeBron jump over the Empire State Building? He probably could, but why probably, would he do but it? But why doesn't he jump over the Empire State Building to win a slam dunk contest? Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers 
pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them, and I thank them so much, and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio, and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Welcome back to Thunder Goal on Sirius on Slam Radio Sirius XM channel 145. And right now, I'm doing a retake of a segment I've already finished, which was 8 minutes and 40 seconds long, but I guess I have a chance to do it better. <clears throat> so we're going to talk about who is a contender to win the Champions League trophy, the future team's plans, the rise of some teams and the fall of other teams, the trophy case of teams, and what is the best team then, now, and overall. But starting off with the Champions League, who will win the Champions League trophy? But right now, Paris Saint-Germain are favorites to be crowned Europa Champions League this season and they're joined by Manchester City and Bayern Munich. The Champions, League tro- the Champions League tournament has returned for the 2021-2022 season, and Europe's elite obviously will battle aloud to be crowned continental champions. Who are the favorites to win? Like I said, Paris Saint-Germain. Paris Saint-Germain have an odds of 10-3 to lift their first ever Champions League title this year. The Continental European Trophy has been convoked Cavated honor to the League One Giants for quite some time now, appearing in the 2019-2020 final, but losing to Bayern Munich, I believe it was. <clears throat> but with the signing of Lionel Messi, they certainly have a bigger chance of winning the Champions League trophy. And the sensational strike force of himself, Neymar, and Kylian Mbappe won't be sure, will be one to watch, that's for sure. But another team to watch is Manchester City. Manchester City's odds to win the Champions League trophy are at 7-2, following their first ever appearance in the final under Pep Guardiola. The citizens will be ready to... Ah, Jesus. The citizens will be ready to... All right. I need... Okay, I need to take my time on this because I'm rushing through it, and that's not what I need to do. I'm just a little bothered that I have to retake this. But, yeah. Manchester City have an odd of 7-2 to winning this. They Last season, well, not last season, this transfer window, they managed to sign, um, who, what's his name, Jack Grealish with an expensive offer of 100 million euros. But 
Moving on, both Bayern Munich and Chelsea, champions of the last two competitions, have an odds of 7-1 to one to be crowned champions. Chelsea will obviously be keen to defend their Champions League title, while Bayern Munich want to add to their trophy cabinet. Um, this transfer window, Chelsea strengthened their, their, their team by signing Romelu Lukaku from Inter. Robert, while Robert Lewandowski obviously is just a menace himself, so I don't think they need anybody else like that. But in my humble opinion, I think I would want Real Madrid to win this trophy. Obviously, they're my favorite team, so I'm going to support them. Right now, they're at, they're doing pretty good in the league. Benzema is obviously popping off. Vinicius is obviously showing his true talent. Kamavinga, we ha- which is a new signing, is showing great promise. So, and we plan on buying Kylian Mbappe this next transfer window. So that'll obviously change um, Paris Saint-Germain's odds of winning this and increase ours. So if we do end up getting Kylian Mbappe, that would be great. And also we want Holland. I forgot to mention this, but we also want Holland. So that'll be even better. Two of the biggest prodigies right now in Europe on Real Madrid would be insane. And we'll almost guarantee, well, no, I don't want to say guarantee, but it would increase our chances tremendously. Now, I want to talk about the best football teams in the world. I don't want just, I don't want to just make it clubs, but I'm also, so I'm also going to include some international teams as well. The best football teams need to have won at least one trophy, obviously, and they need to, they need to have played attractive but effective football in a climate of high technical standards. But most importantly, they need to have endured an era of stiff competition and intense rivalry. What I have presented here are the 10 best men's football teams that have met these criterias that I've presented to you. These are chosen from an entire history of international and club football. To justify the selection, I have also watched a whole bunch of YouTube videos to um, to show or to see their amazing capabilities. But the first team to start off is Arsenal from 2004. Arsenal from, not Arsenal now, by the way, 2004, because Arsenal now is obviously terrible. But Arsenal from 2004 were called Arsenal Invincibles. The Arsenal Invincibles went entire went an entire 2003 and 2004 Premier League season unbeaten, despite Juventus equaling this feat in 2012. I believe Arsenal had way more wins, finishing on 90 points that season. This team had some players of this team included Thierry Henry, Dennis Bergkamp, Patrick Vieira, and Robert, Robert Pires. Arsenal's swift attacking style of football destroyed the opposition, taking them to the league title of with great fashion. Their 49-game unbeaten record led them to being declared the Premier League's best team ever. The next team I want to talk about is Milan from 1988-1994. During the six-year period from 1988 to 1994, AC Milan won the European Cup three times in the Italian league four times. They dominated European football thanks to world-class players including Paolo Maldini, Marco Van Basten, Van Basten, 
Rude Gullet, Frank Rittigard, Rittigard, and Franco Barassi. <clears throat> the another team I'm going to talk about is France. Well, yeah, France, 19, from 1998 to the 2000. France won the 1998 World Cup, beating favorites Brazil 3-0 in the final. Then, after that, they won the 2000 European Championships, defeating Italy 2-1 with a golden goal from David, I'm going to butcher his name, David Trezeguet? Trezeguet. I think it's Trezeguet. Other notable players on the team were Thierry Henry, Zinedine Zidane, Didier Descamps, Laurent Blanc, and Leland Thuram. They had world-class players in every position, although Zidane was instrumental in their success. Now, my favorite team, Real Madrid, were really successful in 1955 to 1960, led by Alfredo De Stefano and Franks Buscas. The Real Madrid team of the late 50s dominated world football. They won the European Cup five times in a row from 1956 to 1960. This culminated in the 1960 final when they beat, uh, what's his team? Uh, how do you say this team's name? Eintracht um, Frankfurt or something like that. I think it's a German team. They beat them 7-3 in one of the greatest footballing displays of all time. But the last team that I want to talk about, which is personally one of my favorite international teams of all time, is Spain. From winning three successive international football tournaments, the best football team of all time just has to be Spain. They won the 2008 and 2012 European Championships and the 2010 FIFA World Cup. Between 2007 and 2009, they went 35 games unbeaten. This included all 10 of their 2010 World Cup qualification games, formed almost exclusively from Barcelona and Real Madrid teams. The team's most noticeable players are David Villa, Xavi, Andres Iniesta, Carlos Puyol, Xavi Alonso, and my favorite goalkeeper of all time, Iker Casillas. I went over the time again on my retake, so I'm going to end this here. This has been Thunder Goal on Slam Radio Series XM, channel 145.